Welcome and thank you for tuning into the Joy Tutor Podcast. I am your host, Joanna Williams. Together, we will unpack, learn, teach, and celebrate the journey of emerging entrepreneurs and courageous trailblazers. Let's dig in. Hey, Juanetta. Hi. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited to be able to share you with the world and tell everyone who you are because I am <laughs> celebrating you, honoring you, I should say, on the Courage Award because you, my love, have really exude what it means to love again, what it means to go through so much and not feel jaded and not be bitter and not un- allow life to wear you out. Mm-hmm. But you, however, Do not wear what you have overcome. You look so graceful, so beautiful, so strong, amazing. You are my shero and don't even know it. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, you're about to have me crying. It's true. We don't often enough share how others show up and give strength for us. You know, I'm the strong one. You are the strong one. But just being on the outside, watching you navigate, through this journey called life, watching you raise your children, watching you become a wonderful, powerful, successful businesswoman and have a career as well, finishing your degrees, starting up your own business. On top of that loving and being a wife and being a mother and the ups and downs that come with that, Mm -hmm. it takes a lot of courage to overcome and stand and give back up. So Introduce yourself to the world. All righty. I am Juanetta Willis, mother of two children, ages 25 and a half and 23. I was a teen mom. So I said, I know I don't look like I got kids that age. Owner of Mira Me Too Photos, owner of Queen Mayani Products. Um, I am a early childhood mental health consultant, an early childhood developmental therapist. Just been working in the field of early childhood, oh my God, since I've been in high school. Um, I love, have a love for children. I have been working with children all my life. And I am now considered a fiance also. Uh, <laughs> about to get married actually in two months. Well, it sounds like you've been very busy. <laughs> yes, very busy. <laughs> so some of our past conversations, I remember one, maybe over a couple years ago, where you were a little upset about dating again and people judging you because, so the backstory is your first husband passed away. Mm -hmm. And correction, second husband passed away. The first one don't even count. I know, (laughs) right? Do we want to give him credit? I I tell myself that all the time. Do we want to give him credit? You know, I just want to say technically. tell you something when people be like joe you've been married twice i'm like sis the first one don't count okay the ones been neither yeah. neither one of the ones been count okay yes i feel you on that one especially that first one i tell people i say the first one was the appetizer exactly. okay he don't really count you know and it, it, it didn't really quite get me full do me right and then the second one you know that was the salad Salad, I know, right? Exactly. Now that third one <laughs> is the main course. That's how yes. we're gonna do that. <laughs> yes, but that's right. okay. That's All right. I love it. I love it. So technically, yes, I totally, totally agree. But as you were saying, that you were concerned about 
the heat and the smoke that folks were giving you around moving on. And I told you, I said, they, Netta, they do not understand and know the pain. They were not there with you through the the years of pain and suffering that you went through. Mm -hmm. So they didn't step in to have an opinion or put effort and energy into wiping your tears, taking on the weight and some of the pressure, that emotional turmoil that you were going through. If they did not step up and have that same energy, then they do not get to have that energy when you have joy. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I love it. So next thing I know, Juanetta's living her best life. You go, girl. Yes, I sure was. (laughs) Yes. It still is. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about your journey as far as If you could go back and have a conversation with yourself five years ago, what would you say? Hmm. I like that. Five years ago, I would say, because I know we're recording, so I ain't going to say the word I want to say, but I would use an F-bomb that would say, you can, them them people, (laughs) do you live your life for you, forget what people are going to, they're going to talk about you regardless. If you're doing it, not doing it. People talk about me even now, just, you know what I mean? You would think like people that saw me go through what I went through, you would think like, oh my God, they would be so happy for me and just be excited for me. But they talk about me now. So you, at that, I would say to myself, you know what? You're going to go through some things. You're going to lose some people. You're going to see who's going to be in your corner. You're going to see who's not going to be in your corner. But at the end of the day, don't lose who you are and F those people. Enjoy your life. Don't worry about what people are going to say. Yes, I love it. And to give a little bit context of what you're talking about is, it's it's amazing how whether you divorce or a spouse pass away, people tend to have a timing on how soon you're supposed to move on. Mm-hmm. You know, what has been your experience moving on without permission? Yeah, it's just been crazy. Like I said, with the, the crazy part is it's a woman thing. I said that if I was a man and I lost my spouse at 38 as a man, if a woman came to me and and I had another woman within two months, not even me four years later, two months, if I I was a man, was in a relationship, they wouldn't have said nothing. They would have patted them on the back, whatever, good to go, whatever. But as a woman, some people still feel like me getting married is too soon. I had somebody tell me when I was dating after a year was like, no, you need to wait. They gave me a timeline. Like, you know, you need to wait two years. Like, I'm like, where did this timeline come from? Like, what is that? Who said that? Where is this manual at? First of all, a lot of young widows. I'm in a group called Black Widows, but it's a lot of young ones. And that's because a lot, when you think of a widow, you think of an older woman. This season, her husband died, you know what I mean? They were married 50 years, you know what I mean? Now, of course, she has no interest in dating. She lived her whole life, whatever. But it's a lot of young women that are widows. And we have to have, like, these secret groups, <laughs> in a sense, on Facebook. Like, I have one that's a, a, Facebook, a dating one that's young widow and want to love again and date. And they talk about sex and they talk about things and stuff that's really taboo to talk about in the open with other people. And in that group, they always say, I'm dating again. And I can't tell nobody else, but this group here, because people are going to look at me and they're going to judge me based on the fact my husband died a year ago. My husband died six months ago. I mean, it was some women in there that, 
their husbands was cheating on them. And they already, the, the relationship was ending. They were like, literally, like you said, checked out. And then just by chance, he died in a car accident or he died on a motorcycle accident. And then now here they go dealing with that and still trying to move on with their life. And people just can't really understand it. So I just, I had a lot of people with different avenues, but what really kept me going in regard to dating is because my spouse, he had the G-tube and he couldn't really talk. He did a lot of, we did a lot of communication via text. And I remember a lot of the conversations that he told me was when I die, I need you to move on. It's like God must have told him this and he needs to tell me this because he must have knew that this was going to happen to me, that people were going to ridicule me. People were going to say, have things to say. So he constantly always reminded me that I need you to move on with your life. And he even told my daughter, he said, I need you to promise me you're going to make your make sure that your mother moves on with her life. He, he's like, I want you to marry again. I want you to date again. Because we had talked about like um, social security and how that look. And he was like, wait a minute. Okay, so you can't get nothing until you like 60 something. He was like, you literally, you, you're not about to be by yourself for 25 years waiting on a check. <laughs> Just because, so you can't get married again for 25 years. He said, you're too young. Go on with your life. He gave me the green light. Mm. He told me go on my life. So that's what really kept me whenever people were saying something like, well, you can't, you should use too soon and blah, 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 whatever. I always said to myself and would tell them, you don't know. He, this man told me to go on my life. And that's what I'm going to do because that's what he wanted me to do. Yeah. Good for you. And that's why I said you definitely exude courage because you found your voice and you maintained your voice. And that is a lot for someone to deal with while grieving while raising your children, while getting up, going to work every day, while running your businesses, and just being a woman, right? Being in your own space and dealing with your own emotional needs mm -hmm. and mental needs and spiritual needs. Um, so to lighten it up a little bit, how are things going with the fiance? Things are going amazing with the fiance. He is, he is hilarious. He keeps me laughing. I mean, we have fun. Like it just, it just, Curtis is just an uh, amazing person. Like it's just one of those things, like it's just a breath of fresh air. Like he always say like, man, we just, we love each other. We care. And it's crazy because he was looking for a me and I was looking for a him. Uh -huh. And it, it got to a point where he was tired of dating um, because like he was like, it's these women. Now. It's, it gotta be somebody. He's like, I'm looking for my queen. And then I got to a point where people was telling me like, you're not going to have what you had before you know, love don't like that don't exist no more. You just be happy with the guys that's out here and this is what, what they got coming and you know what I mean, whatever. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not settling. No, I'm not. I know it's going to be somebody that's going to love me for me and going to love me for who I am, not trying to change who I am. And they're going to accept it, it as, you know, saying what it is and they're going to enjoy like, wait a minute, this is a good woman because, oh my God, are you serious? And as he always tell me all the time, he was like, them dudes are stupid. He was like, you are a good woman. He said, you should have never been this single this long. You know what I mean? He was like, I know you lost your spouse. He was like, but my God, he said, the first man that got you after you, um, you know, started dating, he said, they, he should have wiped you up. I said, well, he tried to, but he was crazy. So, you know what I mean? But he was like, he said, well, I thank him. He said, because I definitely, you know, he said, that's why when I realized I met you, and he was like, you was beautiful and a good woman. He said, I was like, I'm running to uh, to Kate and I'm getting this ring. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I saw the post 
um, that you are in a relationship because you know that's all it takes is to turn turn your status from single in a a relationship on Facebook. That's all it took. And I'm Mm -hmm. just like, okay, sis. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. While the comment section, honey, was blowing up. And I think he was so silly. I think he commented or something like. Yes, he did. (laughs) Like, I (laughs) I want my date money back or something like that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he did. He so did. Oh, my God. He played too much. (laughs) I said, I think this is him. He has a pretty cool and down-to-earth, fun personality. Well, I'm so happy for you because I do remember when you were dating, um, it was it was, it was was ghetto out there. Uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> it was ghetto out there. <laughs> Very ghetto. What's the difference between before, you know, your your loved one, the when, when, before you met him, right? How was the dating life different? between now and previously to me like before i got married um, yes like what's the biggest difference that you saw i mean technology right you have the apps you have all of that other stuff but what and i should have asked the question in a much better way what's the what is the difference this second time around in dating before you met um (laughs) your sweet curtis who so now before um Oh my God! It was um, the dating world has as people. I have heard people say it's pee in the um, pee in the pool. <laughs> pee in the pool. <laughs> it is a lot of pee in there. Toxicated is really bad. You got to filter through a whole lot. Somebody told me, "Hey, try the dating. Um, try to go online and date." <laughs> I learned from that one time. Do not put a full body picture. Because they see your body and they come in, boom, 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 boom. They ain't even trying to, they don't even want to hear nothing. They just want to talk to go take you out to do something else. And then when you don't put a full body picture, some some of them get mad and be like, well, did you ugly or something? You know what I mean? I mean, I just, it's just craziness. You know what I mean? So, and a lot of people hide behind the computer and they'll say that they're one thing. And then when you meet them, they're not. We're not going to waste time. I know it's a process to this, but I just need to eliminate people. And then I got to a point where it was like something that I think that we as women don't do um, because they look at it as being taboo is the saying says, date them all, sis. I got to a point where I was dating multiple guys, not having sex with them, but just dating. So it's one of those things like, because I think we sometimes get that one and we latch on. And then we find out after months and months and months, he ain't the one. Then we got to go on to another one or whatever. So I was just taking dates with people. You know what I mean? Like, hey, I'll go on a date with him today. And then I'll go on a date yeah. with this person. And then it's like, I was, I had a real good cut system. So it was like, if it wasn't working, whatever, it's like, we're not having a second date. We're not having a third one. But therefore, that gave me a chance to get to know different personalities, get to know who I was messing with. And that really worked better for me that I was able to understand myself in dating and understand, you know, guys, um, too. And that helped me a lot once I met Curtis, you know what I mean? Because I had that experience where I was like, okay, I know in the door what I want and what I don't want. Good. And how did you meet Curtis? All right. The crazy thing is, okay, so years ago, when I was divorced from that used to be, uh, you know, that I, the marriage, it didn't count. <laughs> the appetizer. Uh, the appetizer. <laughs> 
when I divorced from the appetizer, you know, me and my girlfriends used to go to um, this club in, in um, Dawson called Secrets. And um, I remember meeting this guy there and um, we were talking and we had went on maybe like one or two dates. I never forget faces, but I forget names. Mm -hmm. So I was invited to a, a pool party last summer um, in my busy summer of working, I was, I had to get my nephew and my son to work the, the photo booth business because I had a couple of events that day. Then they, my friends was like, come on, come out. Just, you know, you get to get out. You've been busy working, you know, just I, come this the last little pool party of the summer. So when I went to the pool party, um, Curtis was the one hosting the pool party. And he came up to me and was like, thanks for coming to my pool party. I didn't really pay him no attention. I wasn't saying anything. And then like probably that Monday, he comes in my inbox and the girl who we, who invited us to the pool party, he like called her and like literally begged her for my name and my information so he can contact me. And so um, when we talked or whatever through the inbox, you know, he was just like, yeah, you came to my party and blah, blah, blah. And he had showed me a picture of me that somebody snipped of me at the pool party. And I'm like, I don't even know nothing about you. And I just kind of came really defensive, like, ah, claws ready, growing. And he was like, dang, what's wrong with you? You know what I mean? Maybe you ain't trying to date. And I said, okay, I apologize. I said, because men, sometimes, you know, they try to come with the wrong attentions. And I said, and, you know, you said something about a pool party. I was in my bathing suit. I don't know what you're trying to do. And so he was like, no, calm down. And so um, once I went to his Facebook, I realized, I looked at him and I said, I know him. I said, this is the guy that I dated years ago. So when I went back to talking to him, I said, we dated a long time ago. He said, we did? I said, yeah, we dated. I said, I told him where he used to work at. I told him where he used to live at. He said, oh my God, are you serious? And I said, yes. He said, well, you know what that means? He said, sometimes good, good, good souls reconnect later on in life. And I said, I guess so. And and that was history. So we had our first official date on July 29th, which is actually our wedding day um, this year. And so, yeah, um, this is a rekindled relationship that <laughs> someone I met years ago. And didn't even realize that that was just a warm-up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a warm-up. But I told him then, I said, we stopped talking because you was an arrogant, arrogant. <laughs> And everybody was like, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> ah, well, he he has humbled himself since yeah, then. Exactly. Yeah, he did. I'm sure. And timing is everything. Yes, know. it is. How is it with the kids? Well, I know you have adult <laughs> children. I'm not sure if he has any. How has that been adding Curtis to the family dynamics? Well, my kids, it's been pretty good. Um, You know, my daughter is really hard with liking people. <laughs> She has been like my, I would call her my bulldog when it comes to me and dating. And so they, they kind of seem to be happy. My daughter's in the wedding and she's excited about, about that. And so they like him. They like him a lot. You know what I mean? They like the fact that, you know, mom is in a happy place. Um, I don't think that they like the fact that I moved and kind of almost in a sense like, well, y'all moving too. You know, I don't think they like that part that I made them leave and as they say, be an adult. <laughs> because they wasn't ready for that but they like the fact that um, I am happy that's awesome and the transition do be real I mean it's like you have to shed your old life and what mm -hmm. comes with that is the physical things around you such as a home yeah how was that transition for you 
You know, it was really hard um, at first because I knew that I was eventually going to leave that house. Even Anton had said, he said, when I'm gone, I know you're not going to stay here long. I assumed in my head that I was going to relocate to another state. Well, I guess I did. Now I'm in Illinois. <laughs> um, but I thought that I was going to relocate to like maybe Texas or Arizona somewhere because that was something that I had. And I didn't think that it was going to be like really coming back to Illinois type of thing. Um, I still drive by my old house when I'm in Indiana to kind of like look and see like, okay, you know, what's that guy over there doing? You know what I mean? To the house or whatever. So I still kind of get that where I go over there and do that. Um, but it's it's different, but it's a great different because my children are not here. So I'm a I'm an empty nester. And it's one of those things that's different. We're waking up every morning and oh, you know, they're not there and I don't have to hear them whining about something or just complaining about. So that part about it is different. But I always tell people it's a bittersweet because it's the whole memories in that house. You know what I mean? Good and bad. And then also just the whole fact that like, oh my God, can you believe it? I literally uprooted my whole life and came to here with this man. I done sold my house and everything and came over here to a foreign land <laughs> in a sense. Yeah. I mean, you and I share the similar journey in that. I did not anticipate missing my home as much as I do. Yeah. I miss, I mean, granted, I've been gone for seven years but I did not realize until after the fact, all of the little traditions that mm -hmm. I created, all of the firsts, you know, the family coming down and spending Thanksgiving or Christmas or Easter at my house. And we would have a routine where Lutina would cook the greens and Kelly would do the sweet potatoes. And, you know, my mom would do something else. And my niece, Autumn, like all that's all she knows. Well, she knew at the time was the home in Belleville. And just to be able to provide that level of security and that stability, because we moved so much as young kids growing up. Mm -hmm. That was the one thing that I wanted was my, my children to have a safe, stable home to grow up in and create all of these fun memories. I, I, I don't struggle as much with it at all, but I do have moments where I'm like, oh, I miss that, you know? Yes, I get it. But, you know, that's the one thing that is constant in life, and, and that's change. Yes, that's true. We have change to is good. It is, it is definitely good. Um, so what advice would you give someone who is wanting to make a transition, wanting to make a change um, in their life, but they are afraid of the unknown or they are they have reservations because of it may be taboo, right? Yes. What advice would you have? My advice would be to do it scared. Do it scared and do it. Time waits for no one. All you do by waiting is prolonging time. It's going to be another year and another year and another year. Do it scared and just do it. A lot of things in my life that I was afraid to do or scared to do, and just even back then, compared to now, now I, I feel like I'm not scared. I'm going to do it. Like with this whole love thing, I kept telling people when I meet somebody that I love and that I, that we're going to connect, please believe I put it in the atmosphere. Please believe it's not going to be a long engagement. We're going to be married within a year. I kept, my friends kept telling me, you're, you're no quit saying that. You mean, tell me if you meet somebody, you're going to get married and engaged real fast. I said, yes. 
yes, I am. And they was like, nah, no, you're not. I said, okay, whatever. And now they'd be like, girl, you kept saying it. You said it. You said you was going to get married next year. We didn't believe it. You didn't even have a man. <laughs> so, yeah, do it scared. Do it. Yeah. yeah. And that's why you have the Courage Award. <laughs> that's why I not instantly thought of you. I said, Juanetta is fearless. I mean, heart wide open, protected though. Yeah. I mean, you're not just out here throwing your heart into the arms of anyone. You know, you are moving with cautious optimism, right? Um, yeah. And with guardrails, of course, around your heart. And that's where your standards come in at. But absolutely. I said, why not? You, because we had that conversation. You said, oh, yeah, it'll be quick. It'll be real quick when when it mm -hmm. happens. And I said, I totally get it. Because remember, when I met Emmett, I met him in April. By May, he gave me the key. And I want to say about August, I was here full time once Jamar went off to college. Yeah. Yeah. What you waiting for? You wasting time. Tell me about your businesses. I want to get that in. Yes. Okay. So the first one is Mirror Me Too Photos. Um, that was um, co-founded in 2019. Actually, my daughter is uh, my co-owner, but not, you know, how that is with they young adults and they feel like, okay, I'm tapped out. And now the business is still laying around and I, I mean, I can't tap out. <laughs> so um, the, it is an interactive photo booth business. Um, it started off with a mirror. And so how I came about that business is, um, so I co-owned with my husband um, when he passed away, I co-owned a limo company. And so um, he mentioned to me when he was dying, he said, you're not going to be doing the limos. He said, you're not. He said, I want you to sell the last limo that we got. And I want you to do something on your own. And so at that point, I was looking to do something because I was like, it's like the itching me to have a business. I don't know what it is <laughs> to do something to keep busy. And, and I was in the wedding and in that particular wedding, um, they had the mirror photo booth and the young lady had it. And I'm like, oh, this look really nice. And literally when I went home that night, God dropped in my spirit. That's what you need to be doing. And as they say, he would take the foolish things of the world and conform the wise. That's what happens. And I was like, wait a second. And I told, brought it to my daughter. And she said, yeah, let's do it. Because she was at the wedding, too. She said, yeah, let's do it. And it just went on from there. So now, what, 2019, we're in 2022. I'm booked and busy. I stay busy on the weekends with photo booth business. I um have, I started off with the mirror. And I have a mirror now, two selfie booths, two 360s. So I have five different um, photo booths have a um, booking site where people can book directly on it. They don't even have to call me anymore and ask, you know, questions about it. They just go right on the website, put their date in, put their deposit in, and then they send me an email like, oh, you got your booking. So um, I love that about it. And then um, last year, well, not last year, I want to say it was in 2020 during COVID, I was dealing with some issues with um, the doctor was saying that I may have little cysts, you know, tumors and I read research about Yanni steaming and I wind up getting more information about it. And I wind up deciding, you know what, this is something that's really good. And I don't think a lot of um, African-American women know about it. You know what I mean? So I wind up start steaming on a regular basis. And then I wind up researching how to get the products. And so I offer like the Yanni soap, um, the, the steam, you know, some, I make some of the oils. So I just did that. So it's just all natural, holistic. Um, approach for women um, just for their natural and so I, I get um, 
you know, people that like are constantly order from me on that. And you know what I mean? So I, I like that business. It's kind of like a business that's it's standalone. I don't really have to do a lot of promoting, a lot of things on that too much because people, you know, they know what I offer and they just go on the website and they purchase. Um, if you get it once, you always continue to get it. And so I have um, repeat customers with that, but I love those. Those are my babies. So you are definitely busy juggling a wedding coming up, super excited and happy for you. Um, you. What advice, given the amazing journey that you've had, would you give your daughter if you could look back and what advice would you carry, want her to carry forward in her life? Well, the advice that I would give her is enjoy life for yourself. Um, and it's funny that you said the advice. I talk to her about this all the time. She's in a relationship, which is like her second relationship in life. And he's an amazing guy. He's a great guy. But I always tell her, like, don't be so focused on worried about what he got going on for the weekend. If y'all don't, y'all don't get plans, then you just like sitting in the house, whatever. No, do things for yourself. Go out and go to dinner by yourself. If y'all can't do the, the couple's trip now because he, he had surgery and now he can't be out, you still go and do a girl's trip with your friends. You, you can't center your life around a man. It's okay to love and be loved, but still have an individual self. Because therefore, you can't keep saying, man, what he said, he said, like, no, that's not what type of woman I raised you to be. Be independent, do your own thing, but then still have a man to love and love, you know what I'm saying, to love you and to love him. But you have to have your own independence. Absolutely. Because without him, you won't know what to do with yourself. Yeah. You know, you had, I mean, the first relationship and the best relationship you should have is with self. Mm -hmm. The best love is with self. And I didn't learn that until my 40s. <laughs> yeah. You know, to be honest. And now that is what I'm teaching to my girls is to have that balance and that foundation and to mm -hmm. always hold on to yourself. That's what one of my friends, Tina, say, hold on to yourself. <laughs> Yeah. You have to, it's so important, like you said, to maintain that relationship, to take a break and go out to dinner by yourself, have mm -hmm. things that you love to do and enjoy on your own. That keeps things fresh too and exciting in the relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It really, it truly does. Um, from an entrepreneur perspective, what have you learned that you would definitely have would have done different in the beginning <laughs> when you first started the entrepreneur journey what would you have spent less time doing and more time of I would have spent less time trying to get family and friends on board <laughs> because most of my business come from the outside people you know what I mean I would have spent less time I had a big lunch party where I really focused on um you know, launching it and for family and friends to come out and enjoy it. Those people that I had that launch party, I don't even think not one person or maybe one, maybe once booked from that. All my business came from, you know, outside people, whatever. So I think I would have spent more time like just doing a community events in the mm -hmm. community, you know, getting my name out there in the community, um, doing things where I really had a more uh, experience where some people could kind of see me more 
out, you know, schools, you know, high schools, things like that, instead of really more focusing on trying to get, you know, the opinion, the value, validation from family and friends. That's powerful. I know someone can use that because I've been there. Um, I've had really good support, but I definitely understand what you mean. I mean, it's it just it's like a natural transition, right? Is to spread mm-hmm. the word to the closest people that you know. And that's where I'm at right now with my business is trying to figure out that whole advertising and marketing thing when it comes to brand awareness. Because mm-hmm. social media is not it by itself. I mean, with, with the shadow banning, with Instagram, and then when I even, you know, would try to run ads, they would put it in front of the wrong demographic. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. limit. Mm-hmm. So there's that kind of, you know, wall that that I'm kind of dealing with and figuring out how to break down right now. Um, but what has worked, what has worked for you as far as raising your brand awareness and getting the word out? Word of mouth. A lot of people that have, I, I get a lot of referrals connecting with um, ladies that are uh, event planners. Um, I get a lot of repeat business from event planners. I have an event planner she the last five or so events that she has done she she sends me business um just word of mouth people that know know the work that you do and they have seen your work and they enjoy it they keep sending people back oh i know somebody that has such such whatever and so a lot of word of mouth business um just different business opportunities that somebody may tag me into something on facebook somebody's looking for a 360 or they're looking for this and that and then somebody will tag me and then I'll put my business website and then maybe somebody else who really wasn't the person who the post was for, then they'll go and they'll look at it and be like, oh, I saw somebody share your thing on, you know, so just a lot of those. I mean, I I don't do as much, like you say, ads anymore because I realized that it was a waste of time and money because when I was getting people like, oh, well, I'm in, oh, I want this, but I'm all the way in, in Ohio. How did, how did you pick Ohio? So why is Ohio even in my you know list of people that was looking at this ad so I don't know how they that they even come up with that I don't know if it's just something that they just got it where they just like oh we just want your money we're gonna send it wherever we're gonna send it to because it it didn't never make any sense so but really just word of mouth you know what I mean just kind of like um going to different things and stuff and just you know networking at I don't really like doing pop-up shops because it's an all-day thing um so I don't really do those anymore but I did a couple of pop-up shops where um, I get my name out, you know, there. Thank you so much for joining, Miss Juanetta. You are the honorable recipient of the Joy Tutor Courage Award. Please give us your contact information. Yes, you can reach me at um, mirrormetwophotos at yahoo.com. All Thank right, you. Bye. Thank you for joining and listening in. We greatly appreciate your time. To learn more about our business development classes, such as how to start a business, business plan development, and if you have a Wix website and you're struggling with updates, we got you. I'm also excited to announce that we've launched our new Entrepreneur Roadmap and Execution Planner along with the class. The class is maxed out at 14 registrants, therefore the class books very fast. However, we do have waitlists available. Sign up at joytutor.com. Also, last but not least, 
You can follow us on all the social medias at Joy Tutor or Joy Tutor Inc. Until next time, take care.